You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast with host Fifi Peters. Uh, let's get to the uh, Petro SA story and uh, the uh, price. It is allegedly charging ESCOM for diesel. Um, it is being accused right now of ripping ESCOM off in terms of that uh, price. Uh, according to EE Business Intelligence, says uh, energy expert Chris Yelland, uh, ESCOM is being forced to pay above market prices from PetroSA for the diesel that ESCOM uses uh, for its uh, open cycle gas turbines that is able to help uh, ESCOM limit the worst, worst, worst case, essentially, of uh, load shedding and the power cuts that we've been experiencing. We've got uh, Petro SA on the line right now to state its case and to respond to these uh, allegations. And uh, joining us uh, from the company is uh, Sandy Siwe Ntemane, the uh, acting group CEO of uh, Petro SA, as well as Vusitaba, the uh, executive for trading at uh, the company. To the both of you, uh, thank you so much for your time. Good evening. Uh, Sandy Siwe, let me uh, start with you. You. Uh, just this uh, article, this media report has been doing the rounds of the uh, alleged unfair and exploitative treatment you're giving ESCOM as it does pertain to the diesel price. Your respond to what has been reported. Thanks, Fifi, um, and good evening. So I think what is important to perhaps start off by indicating is um, both Petros and ESCOM are scheduled two entities. Uh, which remain um, companies that require, are required to become self-sustainable and while servicing the developmental mandate that they hold. Right now, as a country, and through these particular entities, we are continuing to work together to find solutions to the pressure that we are seeing on the energy ecosystem. Um, as I said, as early as this evening, the teams have been co- coordinating and looking at how to ensure that we are addressing the mandate around security of supply. Um, I think it's, it's, it's also unfortunate that we are needing to talk to matters of commercial agreements between two parties via media. However, it prevents. It, it also provides an opportunity for us to uh, bit, do a bit more public awareness around the sector and some of the key drivers that are informing how we are trading and how we are advancing the business. Uh, so together with myself, I have my colleague, Vosik Oaba, who has been working quite closely in the sector and is able to just share what are some of the nuances that okay. over the last few months um, we've had to work with and consider to ensure that we are optimizing how we support ESCOM. Okay, Vusi, just before you do, um, can I also ask you uh, to add to uh, those nuances a response on this allegation of the price that uh, Petro SA does uh, supply diesel to to ESCOM? So according to uh, EE Business Intelligence, uh, citing two reliable sources a 23 rand 51 51 cents per liter is what uh, escom has to pay for diesel from petro south africa and that is versus 20 rand 36 cents per liter from engine and 20 rand 28 rand 28 cents per liter from astron from astron and also around 20 rand from uh, from shell because this suggests that your price is a lot higher than that uh, of the market. So as you add the nuances, can you just respond to the pricing element as well? Uh, hi, Fifi. Uh, this is Vusi Klava. Hey, Vusi. Um, I'd like to respond to the pricing aspect. Uh, most probably then we are talking about the nuances that uh, we have been seeing and uh, that needed uh, more management. So, I mean, uh, which is more education now uh, to, to 
to, to the South Africans. Uh, take into account that uh, South Africa is uh, pricing what we call a PFP mechanism, which is like uh, tracking, like, let's take a typical case, the month of February. We are, are paying prices that uh, were published in the month of January. Okay. Okay. So that said, that said, when you look at how then uh, things shifted between petrol SA and the market, so the burning rate from the month of June it started changing. So it was quite, I'd say, a stable supply, which was assuming around about a burning rate of a million liters a day. So. In the month of uh, July, August, that started changing. I mean, we started seeing the rates of around 3 million every second day. So meaning that, I mean, uh, um, uh, the volumes that we had in tank were eroded quite sooner and quicker. Uh, let's not forget that, uh, you know, we no longer have refining capacity in South Africa. We've lost 70% of refining. Sure. So we're purely dependent on cargoes that are coming from the Arab Gulf. So those cargoes, I mean, they sail on average about 15 to 20 days. So take into account that uh, when a demand is prompt, uh, that is required to be delivered within 48 hours. So it attracts different economics in total, different economics. And those economics, let's take, not forgetting that we are sitting in a highly volatile market since the Russia and the Ukraine issue. We've been actually seeing escalating prices. So let's take a case at hand where, I mean, uh, we are pricing M-1 and the cargo that we are buying is at month M in escalating prices. We do have traders that uh, have taken positions in South Africa. And uh, when this happens, I mean, uh, we have to scrap and scout and see actually who has uh, what we call better value. And uh, when we saw that this was the case, we had to engage uh, ESCOM in terms of saying, can't we just have what we call a focused volume uh, 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 that would give us at least a more uh, uh, clarity in terms of how we source. So let's not forget that uh, when you source from a refiner, you uh, then paying what you call a better price compared to what a trader would. So now you're introducing a middleman onto the deal. So in essence, I mean, a trader would have taken a position and uh, they would want them to make a profit the basis what they are seeing in the market. Let's talk about this uh, 23 rands and a 20 in the market. Um, we took a position in the month of November, seeing that uh, ESCOM was uh, always coming erratically, and uh, we felt that uh, without their focus, but we still have to enter the market. We bought a cargo that landed in the month of December, okay? The cargo landed in the month of December. It was pricing the average of November, which was purely aligned to BFP. And mind you that uh, these are volumes that are sitting in tank with uh, which need to be financed. These volumes stayed in tank for the whole month of December and they were only sold to ESCOM in the month of January. So meaning that when you look at what happened in the market, the month of, uh, of December, the markets fell sharply. Hence, we've seen that uh, 140 uh, factor that uh, was, was in the price. So having seen that, um you now tend to see that uh, someone need, needs to take the exposure because we are exposed to petrol SA. So I mean that there would have been a loss uh, to petrol SA of uh, above uh, 60 to 80 million. Okay. So, I mean, in correcting this, I mean, uh, we actually had a conversation with ESCOM that uh, whenever actually we're going on a prompt basis, 
we are going to show you what the in the supplier invoice looks like the supply invoice will be the base at which we're going to be invoicing you so meaning that we don't create a number or a fictitious number we're saying this is the number that we got from the market this is what we are seeing with the shift that actually we're seeing in the market this is what actually we paid for and this is what you as a school have to pay okay take into account that we've got financing costs and the margin that needs to be factored we do factor those financing costs and the margin factor on the basis of that, this is what they then will be given to ESCOM on the basis of uh, billing purposes. Okay. That so uh, is, BFP yeah. uh, you referred to, that's the basic fuel price. Yeah. So meaning that, uh, let, let's take a, a, a case at hand. This cargo that was sold to ESCOM in the month of January, it was pricing the month of November. The November prices were lower than the December prices. Uh, as you have seen, beginning of January, we had a very huge price drop on diesel. So meaning that when you see that huge drop, because those volumes were meant to be sold in the month of December, which would have attracted a BFP of the particular month, which was December in that instance. But because this volume stayed in tank with a huge exposure, so these volumes then were sold in the month of, December, of January, where now the prices have fallen. So meaning that when you're measuring a cargo that was uh, bought, pricing average of November, lending in uh, in in, in uh, in December, when you're doing a mark-to-market of that cargo in, in January, the mark-to-market of that cargo would then show what you call the, the, the diseconomics. So these diseconomics are then communicated to ESCOM that, look, on the basis of what we are seeing, we need actually to really take the cost, I mean, as and when we see that. Okay. We've got financing costs. These are the financing, financing costs. This is our margin uh, 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 on the basis of this, and then we relay the invoice as, as, as such. And then we said we, we we have agreed that we'll send these supporting invoices on a basis of these erratic purchases that are unplanned for. Okay. Unfortunately, I mean the market is what it is. It will punish you when you come erratically to the market. Okay. And so that's the I I hear you. And so if we just um, uh, sum up simply what you've just said, because of the uh, erratic uh, nature of demand from uh, ESCOM, because of the fact that uh, Petro SA also needs to make sure it operates as an entity that is financially viable, your price is higher than the market price. So, I mean, if the same cargo was sold in December, the cargo would have been very competitive. I mean, it would have been in the market. Okay, I get you. Yes. I get you. So my follow-up question is, you are doing as an entity what you think is best for the financial viability of your entity. Is ESCOM yes. forced to buy diesel from you? Uh, there is nothing that is forcing uh, ESCOM, but we have what you call a, a supply agreement with ESCOM. So, I mean, uh, if, uh, say, for example, I mean, uh, ESCOM was, um, uh, uh, let, let's take this case. I mean, we have a supply agreement. This supply agreement is uh, not treated as what you call a long-term supply agreement. So, ESCOM would come as and when they need volumes and say to Petro, say, this is what we need. So, those are what we call spot volumes. We know that they do buy from other oil companies in Cape Town, and uh, they do source volumes from other places. But... When you're looking at the, the location of PetroSA to their main uh, uh, plant, uh, PetroSA is well positioned to ensure that PetroSA gets better prices if with better forecasting. Remember that we are better placed with, uh, with, with 10K to there, and we are able then to land at least 50KT vessels, which is 50 million to 60 million vessel sizes. 
So with a better term, so meaning that when you go to the, you know, the Saudis, which we've, what we've been doing, engaging with them to give us actually better pricing, and we've seen the indication that these prices are better when we buy direct from source. But by virtue of that, I mean, when you buy from source, you need to sign an agreement with off-take dates. So if you don't have off-take dates, then it means that you are doing what? You are exposing the, the, the organization. Okay. Because you might not know when ESCOM will come in to buy those volumes. So if you go and firm up two cargoes in a month, you must make sure that those cargoes actually have got like an off-taker. So, I mean, let's talk Mosel Bay, where we are based. We are the, 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 tenor, the, 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 the landlord there. We are not only supplying ESCOM. We are also supplying other oil companies. So what it tends to happen is that we've got other commercial requirements that we need to meet. And from time to time, we find that we need to dip into those uh, uh, volumes to ensure that ESCOM is kept, you know, kept afloat. So we find ourselves in a position where what actually is fair, what is not fair. Sure. But however, when we're talking what we normally do, when we're doing these uh, proper nominations, hence actually we're working on solidifying our position by sourcing directly from the refineries. So with proper and clear forecasting, we as producer, we said, okay, we need to take a view into ensuring that volumes land in tank. And those that uh, are erratic, it's a question of how to respond to that because it will become the same issue that we're sitting with as at today. I got you. We'll see, I got to wrap up. I got to wrap this up, um, uh, unfortunately, but I just want to ask you one last question. Just your request as Petro uh, SA for um, better forecasting of volumes required uh, by ESCOM and perhaps less uh, erratic uh, demand for for, for diesel uh, supply that uh, ends up in ESCOM paying this higher price. What has their response been? I mean, uh, uh, when you're looking at, uh, from time to time, we do understand, I mean, their position. I mean, uh, 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 it's a matter of understanding. I mean, uh, when there's no demand that is placed on you as, as an organization, so I mean that uh, there is no demand. So, I mean, uh, on the basis of that, I mean, uh, we felt that we as an organization, hence, I mean, we have started a negotiation with uh, 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 refiners to ensure that uh, we as a responsible entity and a schedule, ent- a schedule two entity remains profitable. We will lock what we call long-term supply agreements, ensure that volumes actually they land in tank. If in a month of it, which I mean ESCOM is not coming through, we will actually sell the, mo- the volumes to the open market. So, I mean, uh, the issue of forecasting, I mean, uh, we, 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 we do see their position from time to time where the volumes are not moving. So, meaning that, uh, the, the, the plant is stable at a particular time. Let's take the month of January. We were banned very high. I mean, uh, uh, we saw a purchase of run about, say, 30 million in the first week of January. And uh, to us, it was, okay, fine, this is the basis of what it's going to be. And again, I mean, towards the end of January, we saw another 30. Volumes. And mind you that we are planning, we are planning to ensure that uh, we're supplying the industry. And we know that our vessels are planned to arrive in the month of 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 uh, of, uh, of, uh, of of February uh, uh, early February, so now in a situation where now we have the value the, the volumes have been eroded, now we are required to go to what you call a spot market. So one of the things now are is purely engaging ESCOM to see how they can reduce their burning rate 
in line with our other demands in the market. Sure. So, I mean, it's a constant engagement that is taking place between the two entities. But what actually really made the situation quite worse, it was, I mean, uh, when we were buying in the market or looking at buying in the market, the issue of non-availability of cash, it has always played a very serious factor. So, I mean, the question is... Because the, 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 the article reports that you are even expecting ESCOM to pay cash up front, the full amount up front. Yeah. yeah, let's talk to that. We as an organization, I mean, we have what we call trading facilities. We have uh, what we call open accounts. So the open accounts, they dictate the following, the following uh, from us. So, I mean, uh, if you were to lend a second cargo, so the facility would allow us two ships a month. So if you were to introduce a third vessel in that particular month, so meaning that uh, it will require credit, uh, uh, credit I mean, uh, approvals, which actually is uh, not done within a week. It takes like weeks, okay. if not months. But I've got to wrap it up. Um, I hope that you and uh, Sandy Sue will be open to... Uh to uh, speak with us on another occasion. Um, unfortunately, I've got something um, on the other side of this and we're going to have to leave it there. But thanks so much uh, for your time and stating your side of the story this time around. Uh, Vusit Baba, Executive for Trading at Petro SA, along with the Acting Group CEO, Sandy Siwa Ngleman. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.